Blog Talk Radio. Every single day, something's gonna come your way, good or bad. You don't need to hang your head, gotta make a move instead. Don't be mad, there's always a way to get everything a positive in your life. Nothing can stop you now. Everybody, this is Shay Meminger. And you are listening to The Good Life. The Good Life promotes a commitment to a lifestyle of resourcefulness. This is a movement, you guys. We are about celebrating the innovators, the risk takers, the movers, the shakers, the go-getters, those who go open other doors, those who find a way to make it all happen. We call them our do-gooders, and that's you, our listening audience, of course. That's right, and we are broadcasting live, and we always want to take the time out before we go into anything to thank our supporters, our community, and family for their positive energy and their tangible support to this vision. We never take it lightly, the power to influence, the power to inspire and empower. And as always, as you receive, do-gooders, you got to pay it forward. Do-gooders, our lines are open right now. You can call in and chat with us. The number is 347-838-8917. That number, again, is 347 347- Seven eight three eight eight nine one seven. So Adiaga, listen. Yes. <laughs> I'm feeling birthday good. birthday lady birthday lady. What's everything Irie, everything Irie. <laughs> yes, do goodness. I just celebrated my birthday this past Yay. Sunday. I had such a wonderful time. Of course, you know my girl Shay was there. And all of my friends. I want to give a special shout out to Monique, my god sister, uh, Philip. Shireen, Ricky, Miriam, Arlene, uh, Tasha. I hope I'm not missing anybody. I'm missing somebody. Yeah, and myself. I think who we got there. it all. I hope I ain't yeah. I think I got everybody, right? I think you did. I had such a good time. And thank you, SoCo's, for providing a wonderful brunch. A beautiful place uh, near Pratt University. A great, I love their chicken and waffles, honey. Yes, yeah, shout out to SoCo's. Yes, honey. Mm-hmm. Much love. And, and mac everybody and was there. And mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was there. We had such a. It was just a blessed day. And the day before Do Gooders, we went to go see our girl Camille A. Brown do her thing at the Joyce Theater. She was premier, uh, premiering her, her new um, production called Black Girl Linguistic uh, Play, and it was. So awesome. We That's had right. such a beautiful time. I felt like I was watching my childhood on display. I mean, you know, awesome. hopefully, yeah, it was it was definitely awesome. Hopefully she'll put it back up again. So if you missed it, you really missed it. But for those that were there, I'm sure you will uh, agree uh, with our sentiments that it was just a wonderful, beautiful time at the Joyce Theater. Awesome, awesome, awesome show. Very talented young ladies. The Camille A. Brown, um, uh, Camille A. Brown and Dancers, the company, did such a great job, and I was so happy to be there. And if you want to check out our video, 
We have it posted, clips of our video are posted on our Instagram. Go open up the doors. In addition to, I think you can find the link on our Twitter, Do Good Go Getters, at Do Good Go Getters, uh, and on our YouTube page. So find us, go open up the doors, and you'll be, you'll be able to find that interview that we did with Camille Brown. And we talked about perseverance and vision, and uh, it was a lovely time as well at Danny's studio. So go check us out. But I, okay. I, I had I, this weekend was a whirlwind for me, honey. I just had such a beautiful time. I had a good time. I can't even ask anything more. Friends, good food. What more can you want in life? Right, right. <laughs> it was a great time. We had great conversation, and which leads me to because <laughs> some things go beyond the table, and we have mm-hmm. to bring it to you, do gooders. Thank us, yes. thank us now, thank us now, because we had a, a wonderful conversation um, at Adiaga's brunch, and um, it just raised up some some questions and some some things that need to be you know unpackaged and unwrapped and and fully examined. So we, we're going to just dive right into this. Let's dive right <laughs> on it. Where you want to start, Shay? Because we really we have to help <sighs> our brothers and sisters. I know, yes. but today I feel like it's really for the sisters. I don't know about. I think it is. I think it is. Well, I want to just I'll set the scene. Okay. <laughs> and then we can we can, you know, kind of unpack it. So right. I'm quite sure that many of our do gooders have experienced um heartache and heartbreak and um disappointment from, you know, various aspects of life, whether it was, you know, a job or relationship, um, or just anything that you have been working hard at and unfortunately things um came to an end or didn't work out your way. And um, to really look at some ways that we can inspire do-gooders to get over it. Because sometimes after a while, two and three, five and seven years later, the sob story about no one loves me, I can't find anybody, or why did they fire me, gets a little tired. Mm. And if it keeps repeating then the saying is true, then it's not them. It's you. Not so, saying that you did something wrong. It's but it's the way that in which you are making. Right. The way in which you approach right. things, the way in which you handle things. Right. And sometimes we go into relationships, whether it be a business relationship, a personal relationship, and we haven't fully gotten over some of the things that may have hurt us in the past. And it causes us to make um, decisions in the present that negatively affect us. And then we're wondering why things aren't working out. So I think... Tonight we're going to talk about how to get over it, whatever that how it is. How to get over it. How to get over it. Let me say this this one thing. I'm a, you ever you ever been in love with a group, a singing group, and yes. or a rap group or whatever the case may be, and and when you're in love with them, it's like it, you know it's during their prime. You ever remember you ever remember any rap groups, any artists that you remember like you can remember that this year was their prime, like this decade yes. was their prime, right? And yes. you know what the yes. saddest thing about a group in their prime? 
is when their prime ends, when their heyday is over, and maybe they become a little played out or whatever the case may be, and you got a, a, a you got an R&B singer who is, is just, you know, used to crooning, what you say, uh, you know, singing slow ballads, and all of a sudden, right. because their time is going out, they start busting out into a dance and doing all kinds of, I don't know, the nay-nay or whatever you want to call it, after they time them pass. That's the saddest thing. What I mean by that is when it's time to move on, the sad you need to learn how to gracefully bow out and gracefully move on. It's nothing sadder right. than seeing somebody who time done passed, it done been over, and you just hanging out in desperation, clinging on to something that been done left, or, 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 or trying to reclaim a time and an era that has been passed and said goodbye. That's the right. sad part. I hate to see that happen to people. And I'm just using that as an example. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to know when... You got to know when they say when to hold them, when to fold them, know when to... How the song go? Know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You better count your money while you're yes. sitting at the table. Don't sit up there and wish and woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, sometime the blessing could be that it's over. And I think a lot of people are scared. They're scared for what is um, waiting for them on the other side. They are afraid to be, maybe they're afraid to be alone. Maybe they're afraid to stand on their own. Maybe they um, are just, you know, or they have their whole future planned on this particular setup or arrangement or relationship or whatever the case may be, and they don't have a plan B, or they've never given themselves an opportunity to have a plan B, and that's what's causing the fear. Or maybe you have some people out there that just straight up don't love themselves and just need a warm body, um, somebody, anybody, to validate who they are and to make them fill up a hole that that really is a, 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 a what you call a, a pocket pocket with a hole in it. It's you're never going to fill it. It's never going to be filled because it's emptiness there. So you have to start with the the, the the person that's looking in the mirror. So that's what we mean by maybe the common denominator is you. Not saying that what somebody did to you is warranted or, or that you deserved some some ill treatment or you deserve to have somebody call you out your name or walk out on you or do some, you know, devious thing. No, 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 nobody deserves that. But what no, we say in terms of the common denominator being you as you being the problem is that sometimes you, when you look back at the arrangements, whether it be business arrangements, well, we won't keep it to relationships. We're just going to keep it straight. When Let's it, do when it. You, when you look at the relationships that you've been in, you you will find that there are some patterns. No, they may not look the same. They may not be the same height, same color, live in the same neighborhood, same job, but there's something fundamentally the same about that person. And you know what it is? They don't really like you. They don't really love you. They don't, they're not really treating you right. And you keep getting with the same individual that keeps confirming how you already feel about you. And you don't feel good about you, so that's why you keep picking the same brothers that don't feel good about about you too. Ain't that right, Shay? That's because that is we correct. Going in. And I'm not going to go into that. We're going no, in because I, in I order think, to change your life, you got to tell yourself the truth. You do. And I think that, you know, for so for so long people have been 
um, you know, gingerly stepping around this whole topic because, you know, a lot of times when we're with our friends and we see them in situations, you know, we don't want to really, really address the issue because we understand that they're in a delicate state. But after a while, you know, after year five of you being in the delicate state, you know, it's, um, you know, state, uh, sometimes we now need to have this serious conversation because now it's five years later and we're still walking on eggshells. We can't keep doing this. And so if you have a friend, do goodness, that um, is, is in this delicate state and is, is always in a rut, you might want to text them right now and tell them to listen to this good life because um, we can't keep perpetuating the same cycle and expecting different results. And I think at the root of it, that's what we really need to focus on is, like you said, Ariaga, it's the same person. It's just in different shapes and sizes and forms, but it's the same behavior. And if you've noticed it before, why? my question is why do people continue to pursue that relationship when they see similar behaviors? Why, why do we do that? What do you think that's from? Why do we continue to pursue someone that doesn't love us? Is that what is that the question? If if we're noticing similar behavior from a new relationship that was similar to an old relationship, why do we why do we continue to pursue it when we know that it doesn't end well? Like I know that if I'm speaking to someone and he only texts me, he never calls. Nine times out of ten, there's some some shady business going on. And so we break up, and now I get into another relationship, and this guy never calls, only texts. Then why am I continuing to talk to this? You got to say, but see, that's the thing. You you, You have to put forth what the standard is early on. I mean, there was, you know, I, I was in a situation where somebody was interested in me and they, they were a nice guy, but then I started to realize, you know, we did have a conversation, but then I started to realize that, you know, every time the person contacted me, it was through text messages. And I said, um, this seems like your primary form of contact was to do, like I just put it on out there. And the person was like, well, you know, I work and, you know, I'm just, you did, I prefer this because I, I, you know, whatever, have three, four jobs or how many jobs they had. And I'm like, but, you know, if you are serious about me, I need to communicate. I need to hear your tone of voice. I need to get to know you. And I cannot get to know you through a series of emojis. That's not You're real. Right. <laughs> That's not real. That's not the real life. That's not real life. It's not mature. It's not adult. And it's not serious. But because people lo- like interaction, by hook or by crook, they'll accept it. They'll take it because it's somebody. It's somebody. It's a warm body. It's anybody, as I said before. And so, we'll, you know, you'll just take it. You'll, ta- you'll take the scraps. As they used to say, you 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 know you scraping the bottom of the pudding cup, you know, and a lot of there's a there's a lot of sisters out there that's scraping the bottom of the cup, scraping the bottom, taking taking the scraps, taking whatever they could get can get uh whatever's left, because it's this thought out there which is real. I mean, in terms of the thought being out there. Um, that there's not a lot of good men left, or there's a good man that's hard to find, uh, or, um, you know, there's, there's slim pickings, um, all these things that we say about men 
that we don't necessarily want to believe, but subconsciously we do believe, and and so um, our actions will will kind of co- will be um, aligned with the, with those subconscious thoughts. Okay, um, we had this conversation. I'm just gonna put out that we had this conversation at my at my brunch, and I said, you know, I, I sometimes sometimes I think that some men of color don't really value other um other women of color do i really believe that that's true no but some of the media and things that i see in terms of you know when a brother feels like they've attained or they've gotten their dream the dream doesn't look like me you understand you understand what i mean and there's a lot of sisters that that feel that frustration or subconsciously feel that frustration and so you may do things or you may make choices or you you know you think things that are aligned with subconsciously how you really feel and I had to put that in check because like my good friend Shireen shout out to Shireen Macklin said at the table you know you don't really want to believe that you know but because you have seen these images and because you there are things that you have seen that have confirmed that for you you taking that as true and you bring you you're bringing out that energy with you into the world you that's not something that you really want to believe that's not something that you're going to take as gospel but that's something that you have adopted that you have some part of you has taken it on to be true and that is what you may be projecting that 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 men that that brothers won't value you or they don't see you as you see you or whatever the case may be sometimes we have to check you you really got to sometimes it's good to talk out loud and sometimes it is very good to have friends that really care about you that can say see what you said right there I got to the heart of what you said right there, and 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 we gotta examine that, we gotta unpack that, we gotta like break that down, cause that's not true, you know. And that's what happened with me the other day, and I I'm so glad that somebody caught me in my language because it does affect how you behave, it does affect how you present yourself in the world, you know. Right. I, I I want to present myself in the world as somebody that can stand on her own two feet, as somebody that is um. You know, uh, loving and caring, and 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 um, uh, has a, p- a positive self-esteem is not easily broken down by somebody else's opinions or whatever the case may be. You know, that's how I want to present myself in the world because I believe that to be true about myself. So the issue is, what do you believe to be true? If you believe that you will always be, you know, there's nobody out there that's faithful or committed. There's nobody out there that really wants a I don't know a family to want to settle down, or or there, there's nobody out there that just really wants to be in a truthful union. Then you're gonna always find yourself with the same kind of man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I spoke a mouthful, but I just really no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's it's troubling because you have all of these bleeding hearts out here, who you know. The, on one on one hand, you know they're like, oh, I, I wish that you know I could find somebody who would care about me. But then on the other hand, they're still repeating the same stupid actions. They're not changing anything. So who anything. caused the bleed? Shay, who caused the bleed? I honestly. Why are listen, you hemorrhaging, bleeding heart? Sometimes. Sometimes you, um, it's both parties that cause the bleed because sometimes the killer is outside of the door and he's only there to kill unless you open the door. You open the door. You know, I mean, that that might be a, a very harsh analogy, but honestly, you open the door and let them in. 
you saw through the peephole that they weren't the person that, that you needed them to be, but you opened the door anyway because you felt, oh, well, maybe, you know, if they get with me, maybe they'll change or, you know, oh, that's just a small thing. You know, I could change him or change her. No, no. When people show you who they are, that's normally, that's that's what it is. That's that's what it is. It's no, there's no faking that. If you see things yeah, that raise red flags, right? You if you see things that are raising, make him into something else. You can't do that. Yeah. If you see things that are raising red flags that you're already noticing from the jump that you don't necessarily agree with, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a conversation with um, a guy that I was I was talking to a while ago, and he made a comment. Um, we were talking politics, and I know most people say, you know, when you first date somebody, you shouldn't talk politics. But I, person who loves current events, and I want to, you know, be able to have a conversation with my partner about current events, and I need people to be well read. And so we were having a conversation about, you know, politics and current events, and he made a comment, um, and I won't go into the full comment because it was very, very disturbing to me, um, his point of view. And he and I, you know, had a slight little disagreement about it. It didn't get into, you know, a full-on, you know, argument, but I could see then right at that moment, this might not work out. I don't mm-hmm. want the person to have my view. I definitely want to be able to have a conversation. But when you're making very hateful and derogatory comments and bigoted comments, um, then I know that that's not something that you're going to edit later on. Because if we're just meeting each other and you're comfortable enough to make these comments now, then it probably will get worse. Later on, yeah, and yep, and that's not something that that's not something that I'm willing to you know just sit through. I don't I'm I'm I don't I don't like hearing people make derogatory or hateful comments about people's ethnicity or people's you know sexual orientation. I may not agree with those things, but to you know make hateful and and hurtful comments, I'm not in agreement to. So, having said that. We ended, it was very private. He didn't know that I was ending it, but I ended that conversation. <laughs> oh, you did like a block delete? Okay. <laughs> it was It was just literally the the shade the, the shade was being pulled down. It's, while we were talking, the blinds were being closed, the window was being shut, the door was being locked. So we continued the rest of the day, but I was already like, ah, uh, no, I will pass. And this will be the first and last time that we will go out. And I will, if he, you know, consistently calls, I will then have to politely explain to him why I'm not accepting his calls anymore. But he let me see who he was. And that's not something that is rare. People show you who they are all the time. We choose not to see it. And we choose see, not to believe it. you were able to move on. You were able to say, okay, goodbye, because... That's the thing. A lot of people are not able to be like, okay, if you can't rise to this, goodbye. No feelings, no love lost, but goodbye. 
A lot of people have a hard time doing that because they don't believe that something else is coming. See, you got to trust God. You got to believe that something else is going to come that's going to trump what you, and I do not like saying that word lately, but <laughs> that's going to trump. <laughs> it's going to surpass. Surpass. How about that one? You know what I'm saying? That's going to outdo um, <laughs> what, you, what you just got out of you have to believe that 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 your better is coming you know but if you believe that your better has already come that your best is already or or it never came or it never came. Or that it never came and it's never going to come. You will find yourself still stuck, holding the phone, waiting outside, whatever, somebody's house, doing whatever you need, you're doing to um, stay in this person's life or to, or to stay holding on. You know, you make a room for somebody in your life that don't even, that, you know, you'll find yourself trying to make room in your life for somebody that doesn't want to be there or somebody who's been long gone or you find yourself trying to force yourself into their life when they haven't made a space for you. They haven't made any provisions for you. They haven't even given you a title. They haven't even spent any significant amount of time with you. They're here today, going tomorrow. You looking at your phone, when they're going to call. Like, you don't want to be. Peace of mind is priceless. Yes. You yes, can yes have peace of mind, you know, and sometimes your peace of mind may be alone for a while. Not necessarily lonely. And listen, hey, we all get lonely from time to time. Let's keep it all the way funky right now. We all get lonely from time to time. Lonely is a real thing. But don't stay there. Don't stay in that rut where woe is me and life is not going to get any better. I'm undesirable. Um, I'm never going to find somebody that's going to appreciate all that I have to offer. I'm never, it's never going to, you know, if you're walking around with that cloud of depression over you, you're only going to see things from one point of view. You got to put position yourself where you understand that it might be raining today, but the sun. And I don't mean to be cliche, but it. But in reality, yes, it does, it, it will rain. But the sun always finds a way to come back out. Just like we I have think- winter, spring will come, summer will right. come. Fall will come. These seasons will come. But you, you stuck. And we talked. I talked about that months ago. And seasons change. You stuck in winter, and you're supposed to be in summer. You stuck in a season, and you haven't prepared. Here, summer is upon you, and summer being upon you may be finally somebody has come in your life that is right. Somebody is coming in your life that is. Um, um, more than decent, honorable, trustworthy, consistent. Summer has come, but because you're stuck in winter, you're stuck in the fall of your life, you're looking in the rear view, you still got on a goose jacket when you're supposed to be outside. You're supposed to be outside rocking your whatever, you know what I'm saying, summer dress. But you're stuck in winter, and you can't even you can't even enjoy what life has to offer for you. The new season that that, that you are that, that God has put you in, because you're stuck on the brother that did you wrong from way back yonder, or the sister that did you wrong from way back yonder. You know, you and some sometimes you just gotta pause. You know, deal with that emotion and move on. And and moving on is not a one day process. It will take time, but you at least in order to move on, you got to be willing to move on. You can't Definitely. be stuck still looking at the phone, checking the Facebook no. and the Instagram. Let's Do let's talk is. about that. Let's let's talk about that <laughs> because 
I know so many people that use this this term and 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 use this this um ideology of seeking closure. Here's here's what I have to say about closure. I think closure is overrated. I think what closure is about? closure. You know, oh, I just want to see them one last time, or I just want to ask them, you know, to be real with me and tell me why we broke up, and, and you know, I just, I just need to, I need them to feel, you know, something, or I don't understand why they're not feeling, you know, as hurt as I am, and we were, we were together for X amount of years, or you know, we were together for so long, and I don't know how they could just walk away from me, and, and why, 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 well, why, listen. Despite how your bruised ego wants closure, trying to figure out what went wrong and who did what is not going to help you. It's not. Because you really don't want to know why somebody rejected you or why they weren't faithful. You don't want to know that. You don't want to know? You really don't. You don't want to know. You don't want to know the real, real, you know, oh, well, I just, you know, I just like sex. You don't want to know that. See, see, that's the thing, though, because, and I'm glad you said that because a lot of people think it's some deep reason. Oh, <laughs> they've you know, never seen. They've never. They've lived in a household. It was a broken home. They've never seen a family. <laughs> no, this is get so out of real. Here. This, no, but hey, this is so real. I know it's I've real. Heard, I know it's this real. This is so real. People, I know it's real. The excuses that people his father get. His father left him. Father left him. He's been an abusive. He's always, you know, always been on his own. Or she ain't. She's never really seen a good. Let me tell you something. All of that it are, it are very real things. And there are some people that act out because they've never had the example. So we're not saying that that's not. But let, let me really tell you the real. Sometimes the answer is as to why somebody been cheating on you, why somebody disappears on you, why somebody don't call, why somebody texts you all the time, why somebody, sometimes the answer is real basic. Sometimes some people are just greedy. And it's not that, you know, you're not pretty enough, the relationship is whack and that's why I'm out in the street. Some people like sex. And variety and a lot of it. Some people um, don't really want to be tied down. They just don't want to be tied down. They just they don't like the, the, the they don't like how the, the, what commitment stands for, and they just don't really want to be tied down. That's that's sometimes the bottom line. The next the next option could also be, um, you know. What else? What, what else is it? <laughs> I'm it's like, just, okay, greed it's is just one self, reason. It's, it's selfishness. Okay, it's just selfish. I, I'm not. I'm not thinking about anybody but myself. I'm just yeah. out here, just living my life. You've yeah. heard all the cliches. Everybody is. They've said it in one way or another. You know, it's YOLO. You only live once. I'm just out here doing me. I'm you know, sampling. I have I haven't felt. I haven't found the right one yet that's going to make me want to settle down. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt. That's another one. I I don't want to put my heart out there. Like, (laughs) do-gooders, 
if you have heard any of these, and and I'm quite sure that there's more, I need all of our do-gooders to email us at goopenupthedoors.com because I want to hear the lines that our do-gooders have heard because when I tell you, I know I've only heard a few of them, and there are so many. It's not me. It's not you. It's me. It's me. I'm good. Let me tell you something. I'm not good enough for you. Yeah, I, think you're, I think you're too good for me. Why, why, why are you so nice? You don't deserve anybody like me. My girlfriend doesn't love me. I never met somebody like you before. I really don't know how to handle it. I'm um, separated. You know, I just. I, what was that one? I'm separated. Me and my you wife don't get along. I'm in between, in between. I'm just, you know, right now, I'm just, uh, we you know, just friends first. Right, we're just together for the kids. <laughs> Let me tell you what the real deal is. Somebody that wants to be with you, going to be with you, I don't care how what's in their way. Somebody that is, has, is sold on you, somebody that is convinced about you, somebody that loves you and is like, look, I'm not trying to let that, you know, I ain't trying to let somebody else get that. They're no. going to make a way. All these they other will. excuses, All these other excuses people give you about why they are emotionally unavailable, why they are physically unavailable, why they are just plain old unavailable for you is about a bunch of hogwash. They don't want to be there because they don't want to be there. They're not call- we I can remember me saying this before. They're not calling you because they don't want to call you. They don't want to. Exactly. They're not making any dates, any plans with you in advance. Guess what? Because they're booked. <laughs> you're not on. Book. You're not on the agenda, book. and they're not going to squeeze you in. They're not going to pencil right. you in. They're not going to text you in their phone. They're, you're not going to be on the calendar nowhere. Hard hard copy or on the or, or on the, on the cell phone or iPad. You're not on the agenda. Okay, right. and and, and don't take that, it personally. Don't take it personal. <laughs> it's understanding that's think, the level on which they're operating. Right, Look. and let's stay right there for a minute because. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is, and the reason why we can't get over it is because we take people's nonsense, the lies that they've told, the infidelity that they have um, have acted upon, the deceit that they have shown, we take it personally as though it's something that we have done to cause them to do the things that they have done. Male or female, whatever it is, whatever your preference is, people hurt your feelings or do things to hurt you because they don't know any better, and they just continue to perpetuate a cycle. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. They're just stupid. And let's just clear that up because I'm quite sure that there are some some of our do-gooders who, you know, on the outside they may seem that they have it all together, but on the inside they're feeling like they're unlovable and they and no one is going to no one is worthy and, and they're not worthy of, of finding a love for their of their own. And I want to let you know right now that it is not your fault, but you do have a choice in the matter. If you bought a car and it was a lemon, you would not go to that same dealer and buy another car, would you? Hoping and praying and clicking, clicking your heels and then going down the yellow brick road, hoping there's going to be something else next time. Exactly. You wouldn't go to that same car dealership. I, I wouldn't. If, you if wouldn't I bought a car. You would wallet and pull out your goods and put it on the table and, and go buy them, another and one? Give them, and give them more money? 
because that's basically what you're doing with your heart when you know yeah, that there's it. You are giving you are giving away more and more of yourself and expecting different results to the same type of person, and it is unfair to yourself, and it is unfair to the 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 world of happiness that you could experience when you continue to place a lack of worth on yourself and say that this is all I'm good for, this is all I'm worthy of. You can, you can, most of people, I don't know, but in my opinion, most people can see foolishness and nonsense a mile away. I think what it is is that we feel like, you know, our goods are the best goods in the world, and our goods are world-changing, and we can take our goods to the U.N. and, you know, have a summit on world peace over our goods, and that is not true. I have seen I've, I've heard women of women. Oh, yes. Get left oh, and yes. broken and heartbroken. Listen, oh, yes. it, don't, it doesn't have anything to do with how you look. That's a nothing. No. Do good is if you want to listen, turn the speakers up right now. I'm going to give you a second to turn the speakers up because somebody needs to tell you this. When you get cheated on or whatever the case may be in your intimate relationship, it doesn't have nothing to do with how you look. I'm, I'm going to Say that again. Say it again. You did not get cheated on or hurt or left or whatever the case may be because of how you looked. The reason why, a lot of times you'll see the next person they done left you for. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with it. You know what it is? It's how that person feels when they're with that person. And this is another thing. It's not that that person is doing something that you didn't do. It's how that person, your partner, feels about themselves when they're with that person. When they're with that person, they may, they may feel more like a woman. They may feel more like a man. They may feel more like, uh, you know, I'm needed here. I'm, they may feel like whatever. It's how they feel. A lot of times it's emotional. People say, well, men don't cheat because of, but see, men don't cheat because of emotions. Yes, they do too. Because a lot of people want to feel, a lot of people, there's some men out there that want to feel needed. There's a lot of men out there that don't for some reason, they need confirmation that they are a man. Um, and women cheat for emotional reasons, too. And sometimes it has nothing to do with how how you how you look, how you shape, any of that. It's that other person's issue. And so you got women that's comparing themselves to other women. I, like I said, I've seen the best of them. When you talk about looks, beautiful women sitting crying. Crying yes, yes, over yes. somebody We've that cheated on them two, three, four, five, six times. We've been there. Let's, let's, let's really, let's really make it personal. We've been there. You and I, Adiaka, we've both Hello. cried over each other's shoulders. <laughs> like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> I did this for them. <sighs> what you gonna do? Keep reinventing yourself every time somebody, you know what I'm saying? You gonna keep reinventing yourself, trying to change up who you fundamentally are because somebody can appreciate who you fundamentally are. You gonna keep trying to you gonna get a new hair color? You go, you think you're gonna lose twenty more pounds, they're gonna come back? You think you're gonna put on come on, you can't keep or reinventing the wheel. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna keep yeah, crying are you gonna keep crying over the same thing? Like after a look. while, I'm I'm sorry. I'm Adiaga knows that I'm I'm that friend, like I'm a softie for a minute, but after a while, 
Like there's no there's no room in the end for, you know, a whole bunch of compassion, especially if we've been talking about the same thing over and over. You Listen. know after a while your friends are not gonna wanna hear how come nobody loves me. Like, okay, well maybe let's let's sit down. Let, let's talk about how much do you love yourself. Because that's because when you love yourself, you don't need to find, you don't need to seek the validation of whether or not you're lovable. Oh, I think Come I almost put the Holy Ghost right there. Wait, hold I on. I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> Let's pass the plate. Pass the plate. Let's pass the Let's plate. Take up a collection. When take you up love yourself. When you love yourself and when you know that 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 you are special and you have something that you were destined to do in this world and you have something to offer, when you know that you are a good-hearted, good-natured person and that you that you know that you are lovable and you know that there's plenty of you to love, you do not need to seek that validation in the world. You won't Because the only reason why you're seeking the validation is because you don't believe. It's just like, it's just right. like a woman looking in the mirror with a, with a new dress on and she asks the next person, does this look good? Do I look sad? It's because you already looked in the mirror and you already feel like something wrong with it. You already feel like you, you, you're a little chubby, <laughs> whatever the case may be. But you're trying to ask somebody to confirm, you know, you want them to confirm something else. And sometimes you just need to look in the mirror and get all that you need to get from looking in the mirror by yourself. Some of y'all do-gooders need to look in the mirror and just start speaking some things. Maybe you need to say out loud what your insecurities are. And then you may right. maybe you need to start breaking those things down and replacing them with other thoughts. But you are not right. going to you can it's um, it's impossible for you to love somebody else when you don't love yourself because it's like you digging from a well you trying to give somebody water but you don't have no water to give. How are you loving somebody? How are you feeding somebody? How are you clothing somebody? Housing somebody and you homeless? When you don't have anything, you can you cannot give something that you don't have. So that's why they say right. be careful and be wary of people that say they 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 love you when they don't love yourself because some when they don't love themselves because something is missing there. It's not love. Right. If they love it, you, it if you isn't. say it's not love. If you saying you love somebody, but then when you look deep down inside, you got some self esteem issues. That love you have is not love. It's dependency. It's neediness. It's 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 clinginess. It's Stalkeration. It's it's all of those things. It's not love. It's infatuation. Right. It's lust. It's all of those things, but it's not love because you don't right. have it to give. It's, it's you don't have it to give, honey. Right. It's it's artificial. Um, you know, um, acceptance. It's it's artificial because the moment that they're away, the moment that they leave, it le- you feel like it leaves with with them. And and that's why we have so many people that are still trying to hold on to this feeling and to these people because it's artificial acceptance. If he's with me, if she's with me, then I feel secure. If he's with me and she's with me, then, you know, I know that somebody loves me. Um, wait a minute. So when they go away or they stay away too long, then what happens? What What are we doing? Because we should be able to stand firm on our own. That should be what is attracting people to you, that you can be with or without them and you're still the same person. You're never too far to the left or too far to the right. You are consistent. You are you are lovable to yourself, and therefore you'll be lovable to others. But if 
they feel like, you know, oh, well, you know, they only want me because they, they I make them feel secure, then, yeah, they're going to keep playing with you. They're going to keep playing. And, and, and don't be upset at the results, you know, of the game because the, car, the, the odds will never be in your favor. Stop picking yeah. up the phone. Please stop. Stop, stop, stop picking up the phone to answer it and stop picking up the phone to call. We're not telling you something that we haven't done. I'm not preaching. Listen, I've been through it. I've been doing things I haven't. I've been through it. Listen, I did things that I wasn't proud of. I called people to the point that they got me blocked. (laughs) Yo. I can remember, and it wasn't, you know, crying it, every time. Every yes. time this person would be in my face, I would be in tears. I was so pathetic. You know, they would just look at me like life was popping for them. But I didn't feel like life was popping for me because that person was no longer in my life. I had my whole life planned out. I had my whole future planned out, and that person was in it. And when that person dipped out on me and left me, I was like, well, what about my future? Like, <laughs> I was right. go- my head was in a whole nother space, and every time I was in that person's presence, I was boohooing and crying, thinking that you know if they see how destroyed I am, maybe they'll love me. If they see how much I love them, maybe they'll love me. If they see how how much I'm I'm riding for them, maybe they'll love me. Maybe they'll love me. No. <laughs> No, was. you know what it was? You know what happened? I was becoming, I was, I was, I got to a point where it was hard for me to look myself in the mirror because I didn't like the person I was becoming. I was becoming pathetic to myself, and I didn't like that feeling of being the one holding the bag. I didn't like how that felt. Of, of It doesn't feel good when you beg somebody to love you. It makes you feel worse than you already feel. They already left you. They already said whatever they said to you that was foul. They already, you know, whatever it is that they did that you didn't expect that you thought was foul, that was already enough. But then to sit up there and to and to that same person who did those things to you or however they wronged you in your eyes, you're going to go back and ask that person, please be in my life again. Please love me. That feels even worse. That feels right. even worse especially at the when, end of the day when, when you reaching out to somebody you. that ain't, ain't there. <laughs> right. And then what? Then what do you what do you do when they reject you after you've um, laid down at their feet and begged them and embarrassed yourself? Now what? Now you become then, infuriated. Now you mm-hmm. become infuriated because now you're embarrassed. You're humiliated. Mm-hmm. Your pride has been broken. Your ego's been shattered. And now you feel like you have something to prove. So now what ends up happening? You start stalking. And now, and now you've you've gone into the danger zone because now you you're a person who has nothing to lose now because you've already lost your self dignity because you're mm-hmm. begging someone who never loved you in the first place to love you, which is something that they're completely incapable of doing. And now you've created a situation where you just might lose your mind. Do good is come back to Jamaica, get it together. Get it together. Call three four seven eight three eight eight nine one seven. So we want to. So the question is, how do you get over it? Well, let me tell you. I can tell you how I got over it. I tell you my process. 
Because it took me a minute. It took me, as Shay know, it took me a long time. But you know what I had to do? <clears throat> I had to sit down, and I thought to one day, I, I thought, I said, well, what the heck was I doing before that person came in my life? What was going right. on? Right. How was I feeling? How was I dressing? What was what was I saying? Where was I going? Was I laughing? Did I have any joy? And I had to think about that thing. And I remembered that I was, yeah, I was having a good time before I met him. I was actually enjoying my life. Uh, I, you know, I remember a whole lot of sunny days, and I remember being with friends. And I remember, uh, well, nothing will ever stop me from being with my friends. I'm just saying I remember um, having good moments and enjoying life. And, and, I, and, that, and I didn't even know that person then, which said to me that it, it's possible to have a life because I was having a life prior. So I had to get back to me. I had to get back to who, you know, and then there were some things I did initially to get over it. I, I remember at the time I started going to the gym. I started right. going to the gym. You know why? Because, and, and listen, this is not into saying now, let, let somebody might be like, well, wait a minute, you contradicting yourself. You said it doesn't mean if you, just because you lose weight, you're trying to do, no, 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 no. I wanted to find different ways to reinvest invest in myself. It wasn't about uh, I had to, I'm going to try to lose weight so I can get the, no, I, I get this person back or any of that. I wanted to find a, I wanted, I needed platforms, I needed venues, I needed a way to find a way to get back into me and going out and exercising and being around other women that was trying to get their bodies and stuff together, being in that energy made me feel good. You understand? I started reconnecting with friends and going to, um, I, uh, this was around the time in which my career started blossoming a little bit more. You know, I put myself heavily into my career at the time. I just wanted to do any and everything I could to reinvest in myself, to reinforce in myself that I am special, that I am somebody, that, okay, no, I'm not in a relationship, but guess what? What we said before, the party is popping over here. I don't need, you don't got to RSVP to my party for it to be popping. It's popping. It, it was popping before you got here, <laughs> and it's going to be popping after you leave. And some of y'all don't believe that. Some of you, some of you do good as out there, we love you, so we're going to give it to you straight. Some of you do-gooders don't believe the party is popping, so somebody show up. You better learn how to turn on that music and dance by yourself. That's right. <laughs> Do your little two-step. Right. And so when, the, part, so when the person walk in, they already see you doing your two-step. Listen, we're going to make say they make us, um, you know, take it to the streets. <laughs> We're going to make it as plain as, I want to say it as plain as as what you can understand. You, the they they got to come in with you doing your own two-step. The party don't stop when, start when they get there. And the party shouldn't stop when they leave because you had a life before they got there. And some of you forget that you had a life and your life becomes their life to the extent that you don't know where you start and they begin. And that's when, when they leave you, you your head is twisted because you don't know who you are without that person in your life. You better get the party popping now <laughs> and stop waiting please. for somebody to RSVP to your party. Please, please, <laughs> let's 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 get our lives together. We are end of a year and going into another, and and definitely here at the Good Life, we don't want to see people, you know, in the same rut, in the same cycles, hurting the same pain, and and you know, making bad choices because those things. 
you know, they, they prevent you from really experiencing the life that you're supposed to live. And and if you're you know, you're making bad choices, then you're you're not really thinking with a, a clear head and a whole heart. You're thinking from a broken heart and a, a confused mind. And we really wanna just inspire you because, you know, like like Ariaga and I have said, this is not something that we're you know, that we haven't experienced. We've all been through heartache. We've we've cried our eyes out and gnashed our teeth and, and blew our noses and asked, Why why is this person, you know, doing this to me? They can't they see that I'm a good person? Can't they understand that, you know, I I'm I can love them, that I can be there for them. But that person wasn't for you. And and I go back to the whole closure thing. Sometimes when, when a person T- you know, it takes the, the selfishness out of the way and they release themselves and say, you know what, I, I realize that I've hurt you and you'll be better off without me, then leave it at that. Stop trying to go back and rewind it and, and, and call them up and remind them about how many times they hurt you and you did this back to me three years ago and all of this stuff. Let it go. Let it go. Take it as a gift. When you will find out that someone is is not treating you the way that you need to be treated, take that as a gift. Don't look at it as, you know, a punishment or a negative thing. Look at it as a gift. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping me to walk away from something that could have potentially ruined me. Because I know so many people who have gone beyond just a regular relationship, and they are now married. And they are miserable, all because they the other neither one of them were willing to walk away and say, "You know what? You're better off without me." They tried to make it work and make it work, and as my grandmother would say, "Make sugar out of sugar, honey, iced tea," and 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 try to force something that wasn't meant to be. And now they're miserable, and now they are staying together for the kids. And now they are sleeping in different rooms. Don't be that person. We want you to don't live be your, the your... woman at the funeral jumping on the casket. <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna have to you gonna have to explain that one so I do good as Adia. <laughs> Yes, I know. I know. They might not know though. Yes, I just said it. Don't be the woman. Don't be the woman, the old lady in the back of the church that's running and jumping on the casket. The the casket is going down in the ground. And you you take me right now. No. I'm sorry. Don't be that person. Please don't be that person. Ever in life. For anybody. That's what I'm saying is that's like the height of desperation. Don't do it to yourself. You know, let a dead situation be a dead situation. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't, don't be the woman jumping on the casket. Please you know what I'm saying? Some things gotta die. Some things have to die, and some people do need to be. Listen, there are situations where people leave and they get themselves together, they work on themselves, and they come back a better person. That's happened to people. But you know, don't stay in a stagnant situation, waiting and hoping that that happens. It may never happen. In the meantime, you got to get back to your beautiful life. 
and you can move on with your beautiful life. It can be a beautiful life. It can be a wonderful life if you get to the business of living it. <laughs> you got to get to the business of living it and stop staring yes. at that phone. Yes. Do good. Yes. Stop staring at the phone. Let's, let's Go make on it Instagram. So Yes, listen, and stop staring at other people's lives because people are only posting on Facebook and tweeting and putting on Instagram what they want you to see. So don't please don't think that this is that their life is is you know filtered and rosy and in a nice you know um, iPhone grade of of a picture. It's not like that, and and neither should you compare your life to what you see on social media because everything that glitters is not gold. But we want it's you all to have a goal, and we want you to have a golden life, or have a happy life. You can have it, but it's it's the choice that you make. You got to stop making poor choices. You have to. It, it starts with people that you um, that you interact with, the people that that can sense that you are are a well rounded person. Let's start reading some books, and I'm not just talking about self help self help books. Let's read some history books, some some fiction, some nonfiction, some autobiographies, so that we can have conversations with people. So that in those conversations, you can weed out the people that that you really don't need to be, you know, entertaining. Because right. if all of you are talking is is twerking and, and going to the like, what are you doing? You have mm-hmm. to have a well-rounded conversation. Somebody who's actually and, interested in talking to you and getting to know you and appreciating you as an individual, as a fully realized human being, somebody that is whole, somebody that is whole and somebody that who's, who's happy with who, the, who they are. You know, you can't be a broken piece trying to get into a relationship. And you've got a lot of broken pieces out here trying to be loved by somebody. Broken. It's, it's never Hoping that, you know, all the king's horses and all the king's men going to put you back together again. No. It's never going to work. It's not going to work. It's not right. going to work. And, Put and, that phone and you down. you can't make it work. Can't, Get off that Instagram. Stop stalking the Facebook. Stop calling who you think they with. Stop rehashing the past. Stop being angry. Stop, you know, at some point dry those eyes. Because you have a beautiful life and a beautiful future ahead of you, but you have got to get to the business of living it. You have got to get on with your beautiful, beautiful life. All right, determined to be a do-gooder. Put that goal in sight and go open other doors for yourself and ultimately for others. Remember, whatever you want in life, do-gooders, you can have it. Our do-gooders are go-getters. So get up and go get it. We love you, do-gooders. Love you, do-gooders.